Hello and welcome to another episode the Ball is Bay podcast your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent In today's episode we'll look at how different players have taken different stances on the COVID-19 protocols enforced by the NBA We also make a deep dive into the philosophical difference between what a pure scorer means to wrap it up we talk about the LA Lakers and their chances of winning the NBA championship this year Speaking of the LA Lakers, let's listen to what Ashwin's got to say in today's intro. Fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguodala. I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Curry, way down to Vaxxers, anti-vaxxers, all of them rich. How to not get political and lose money is the real itch. We try to not talk about Ben, but the name is all casters say, slowly itching towards the 19th. It's the only date and day for the hashtag Ball is Maybe a podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in Indian accent. We are back at it again with episode 2 of the season. And as always, I'm your co-host, Tashin Gopinath. In the association this week, Draymond Green joins LeBron James as the latest in vaccinated people telling the unvaxxed to stick to their guns. The NBA took the tough decision of cutting the pay of non-compliant players and Westbrook responded to the suggestion of the Clippers the same way he did to letting the 10th rebound go to someone else. Hell no! Speaking of stubborn, I've got with me as always, someone who always messages last, someone who has lost 10 kilos between seasons and someone who still believes in the D-Rose magic. My co-host Vinit Devaya Vinit, welcome back. Episode 2. Episode 2, my friend. New surroundings. Uh, Blurred background for both yes, of us. Yes, yes, yes. Which means that we are getting closer to a brand identity. This is what they call it in NBA. Yes, is that what they call it? Yeah, I think so. Brand identity. Mm. Your blurred background is part of your identity. Oh, that way. No, I mean I think it's it's useful just because I'm a I'm a little bit of a privacy kind of guy. So okay. unless it's your house, no, which is not, so it's better to like. No, it's better not. to like keep it blurred. Yes, I'm in between cities and uh, we tried recording. You are in your Sasural, say the word. Yeah, I'm in my Sasural. Anyways, yes, uh, I think ESPN did one release a list of uh, 25 of their players from the, after 1996. And I was shocked to find Anthony Davis in it. Oh, wait, they they, they launched it? They released it? ESPN did, not NBA, ESPN did. Oh, when? But ESPN... Uh, uh, like two three days ago. Oh, I didn't see that. Four. Oh shit, ago. I didn't see it. It is. It, it didn't. It didn't show up on all, any of the like uh, Instagram accounts. It did. They. Ha- it started. It was a uh, LeBron James, Tim Duncan, uh, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry. I mean, that, that was the top four, I think. Oh uh, no, Steph and no Kobe in the top KD four. Huh? The top five. Oh no, Kobe. Yes, Kobe. That's the name. Oh, okay. I would be very surprised if Kobe was not in the top. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So LeBron, uh, Kobe, Tim Duncan, Steph, KD. I think one of those formats. Mm. And uh, I mean, if you didn't see this, I mean, I, 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 I think I personally think Steph Curry should be rated above KD forever. Mm. I, I yeah, really yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, yeah, KD deserves props more than Steph in any case. One hundred. I mean, he might have been the. Yeah, no disagreement. No arguments mm-hmm. there. I mean, it has a I, sad place to But start. it's not, nothing to do with, you know, the, I think a part of you is also that, like, you know, you're a little bit, 
mad about the OKC thing. I'm, I have no none of that OKC thing, but I just feel like Steph is a. I mean, Steph won a ring without him. He built the culture, you know. He built the engine. He was the you know what he would call as like the head of the python, is that or head of the snake or something? What it's like head of the snake. head of the snake because the head of the snake is the most important part of the eating part of, of the snake. part of the eating process. No, it's that's what they say, right? Like if like once like snakes get no. <laughs> I, I, it's a very interesting thing. It's a very interesting. I, I, go, go for it. Go for it. I'm all ears. It's like snakes can eat things that are like 10 times bigger than them. Right. Mm. Uh, but the most difficult part is the. This is the, the first, first part, part. Where they have where to get it into the mouth. Where they have to get it into the mouth. And uh, so that's the reason why this quote is called. Uh, and it's generally. So uh, the reason why this I was interested in this quote is because I was listening to some I don't know where I was listening and someone 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 said like uh, the Spurs are like a python and they constrict you and kill you and the head of the python is Tim Duncan I was like that's just a really weird analogy so I I started like just like reading about what why this analogy I, came into play. And, I I think I I mean I'm not sure if you're right but I mean if any reader is listening I think they call it. The, you have to no like uh, kill the I mean destroy the head first because the head is where the no the poison it, no but that's but that's what I'm are. saying so it, that's why I thought it was funny because even I thought exactly similar to you which is like <laughs> but then when he used the word that the when he used it in a in a separate context which is mm-hmm. you know uh, the Spurs are like a python I was like oh that's an interesting analogy because that is true like pythons don't really kill you with their venom and i thought it was interesting because the spurs are like the python and against black mamba oh which is only about the the you know it's got nothing else other than its shooting ability so i thought it was like a very apt analogy uh, so they thought more than we gave them credit for Who i don't know if they thought that much i thought that much <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think. I mean, pers- I, I'm not even sure if pythons and the black mambas exist in the same geography. Uh, I probably not. We'll check probably out. not. We will check it out in post, and then we will have a title which says "Yes, sir." Mm. This is what my, my my new thing is that, like whatever uh, bullshit fake news we do here uh, in during post, I will do the research and. Is uh, it, uh, did, was there any uh, fake news that was uh, discovered in the last episode? It was not fake news. I mean, we did end up on it, but uh, you said that Jason Kidd had the second most assist of all time, and I said I don't think so. But it was. It true. was true. Such disrespect for Jason yeah, Kidd because yeah. I remember when we were doing the uh-huh. NBA Wallers, when we were on the shout out to the now dead but probably alive without us in it. Probably alive. <laughs> NBA, NBA Wallers <laughs> Part Two without Wallers. NBA Wallers. <laughs> I won't be surprised. <laughs> uh, we, we, because, I mean, personally, we have done that. Like, you know, we have a friend group and then suddenly, usually we do it for birthdays. Like, we create a uh, separate WhatsApp group without that person. Uh, but sometimes we, if somebody says, some, like, somebody has had a, you know, like, a ostracizing from the group, then instead of deleting that group, what we do is we just like, ah, we'll create a separate group now with everyone minus that one. Really? Person. So yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I you know the, the I mean may, maybe I'm the one who get, always gets ostracized, but like I am I I'm, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not a part of any like 
old friend group uh, i mean i think i'm part of like my my school group but i left that group Go i mean i didn't i didn't leave it uh-huh. but i moved i moved my phones and i left it and i just uh-huh. never joined it back and no one invited me back either so so that's a that's sign. a sign so i was just like <laughs> all right that's cool i mean it's also really boring because they all talk about the same shit again every year they only wish you on happy i mean it's just like the most activity happens in the first week hmm. where everybody suddenly realizes okay there's a new group so we need to post our good photos or post this in- interesting joke or something and then it completely decays and then occasionally there'll be something people will be like let's do a reunion let's do zoom meet blah 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 and and that's it happy birthday everybody happy birthday everybody that's everybody. it yeah happy birthday everybody it's all about birthdays I, I used to be i used to be i used to be part of a group where they would change the name of the group to the person whose birthday it is oh that's pretty good like if it, uh, change the name of the group ah, at that time i thought it was a pretty lame idea but uh, in retrospect like one of the better group decisions that i've seen mm. otherwise it's just happy birthday everybody nobody really cares in the, i have i'm part of nba groups where at least oh you are part of nba groups every Yeah, thanks yeah. for not inviting no. me there, bro. I'm not admin or something. So like. what? You can't invite people. I think you can invite people. No, no? the admins can. You can only request people to. Ah, like requesting all these things. How did you get added to it? Uh, I was part of a different WhatsApp group. Oh, <laughs> this. Oh, yeah. Group. You told me about this. Yeah, you told me about this. You told me. Yeah, okay. I told me about this. You told me that you were part of some NBA WhatsApp group. That's where we got our initial ah. first two three guests. No. Yeah, yeah, there only. That, that one. Yeah, and there was a fight, and they they migrated with this group, and they brought me along with them. There was a fight about what? They so what happens is sometimes NBA insults get really personal. Oh, if oh, really? Support, really? Uh, oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. If you, I've support, never, I've never encountered. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but the, the, that is that is. Uh, I, I guess uh, the NBA preseason basketball is on now. It's going to start in. Oh yeah, so yeah. When I saw it, it said it will start in two hours. So yeah, that's 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 that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say so. As you know, sometimes basketball uh, insults get pretty mm. personal. So what happened is a whole bunch of people started ganging up on the other person because he started abusing in Hindi, and these people didn't like it that we abuse in Hindi is like really personal. You get more insulted if you are insulted in Hindi. If I Call you motherfucker or something, you'll be like, ah, oh, okay, you know, it's just a word. And the mother children, well, but but they're all South Indians, probably. I don't know about that. I did not go there, but I remember that this one guy started abusing everyone in Hindi because someone was supporting Kobe or someone was supporting something, and this entire thing happened. They said, oh, how dare you? And then they all left him, and then they moved to this different group. I don't know why we bought, why we bought up this NBA wallas thing, but. Uh... You only brought it up because of something I forgot. We will replay this and yes. find out during post. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. Uh, all okay. right. Let's go. Okay. Vinith, major problem. It's a. It's become a political movement, but started off as just a humanitarian movement. Oh, we're going. We're going vaccine. Oh, you vaccine. said you're not going to bring it up, but you are bringing it up. I didn't say there's nothing else to talk about. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, I mean, you, you know, we. I don't know how it became political. Like, I don't think it's. Wait, 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 Ashwin. Let me ask you this question. So the vaccination thing, right? So I think uh, first, my first question to you is, if you were an NBA player, right? Let's say, for example, your your name starts with a K, and you play for the Brooklyn Nets, and you are against vaccination. Do you think that I am against? You're against. You're against vaccination. Right, so I'm putting you. I'm putting you in a situation that so that where you have to, would you be okay with giving up the money? 
like would you or would you fight for both and would you think it would it is okay to fight for both okay now this is the assumption that i am you, already yes. against this yes yes you're, i'm like there is something wrong they, these people are trying to control us so i'm already a little mentally deranged not but mentally deranged that's your so, opinion and whatever it is ah, ah but okay fine i'll 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 be i'll be that k guy uh in that case i'll fight for the money i mean why would i let go of 180 million dollars or whatever that amount is because i mean if i'm already decided against the vaccine that means that i have to be okay with you know like the repercussions that follow and i'm not okay with any repercussions that involve me losing hundreds of millions of dollars just because i made a choice which is not going with the popular consensus okay that's not my personal sense but i'm now just uh, mr k i i yeah i mean it's i think it's pretty ridiculous but that i have to lose money because i made a choice depending on which which is based on you know my uh studying of a certain topic i have talked to some experts in the field who have a different opinion and uh, i don't think i should be punished by having uh, a you know having a clause enacted which was not there when i signed the clause. so what what That's would be a perfect perfect situation where you get to play basketball where you are a part of uh, a winning basketball like how do you see it in your mind where i think my first thing would be to talk to my teammates and tell them that you know this is why i made this decision i hope you don't feel abandoned by it i will this is my personal choice and i have uh, religious reasons for it I'm, i mean i'm just going to say religious reasons so that you know nobody asks too many questions because uh, this this generation is really touchy about religious freedom i will like i i have religious problems i can't uh, take this vaccine and i hope you understand where i'm coming from i'll take them out out for dinners i'll be like you know uh, instagram get them verified i'll uh, tell them that this is and it's not really like the nets need kyrie irving to win games i think i mean me they i don't think they need me to win games so i'll tell them that you know this is a personal choice i will be at every single practice i will be at every single uh, stadium where they don't need me to be i mean sorry where they need me to be where they allow non vaccinated people to be there i will take the test i will make sure that i am isolating myself i will make sure that i wear the mask but please leave this uh, vaccination status problem to me because i'm dealing with it personally i'm doing my own research as soon as my research bears fruit that this is safe to take i will do it. okay 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 that's good that's good i mean it sounds like a convincing argument to me Uh, yeah okay. thank you mr so 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 uh, Brooklyn Nets wait, wait. Now, now now i'm the reason i say this is because i feel like it's easy to always say like look at look at the sec, look at the other party and and kind of uh think of them as bad and like you know put them in that category but i think when you do the slightly slight role play right then you just kind of understand that okay everyone's fucked up in their own ways you know um So if you were Kevin Durant what would you say what would you tell Kevin or or James Harden I would say Kevin Durant probably is a little bit more ballsy like not speakery no oh, he's he's going to say something yeah I I think Kevin Kevin Durant would be like listen man I came to Brooklyn only because we so that we No you you, you don't have to be Kevin Durant you don't have to like role play yeah. as Kevin Durant but if role play you, if you are Ashwin but Kevin Durant you know what I'm saying like like you are in Kevin Durant's position but you're not Kevin Durant's mind. Oh, okay. I'm not Kevin you're Durant. You're not Kevin. I am Kevin. But you're Kevin Durant. Durant yeah. You're you imagine like you're, you know, 7 foot 1, you know, 
two time mvp i mean I, i'll i'll tell him that you know see if it's a personal choice then go for it because there is no point in us asking you to play and you don't want to be there if you constantly feel that your teammates have attacked you like your teammates have forced your hand you're not going to be who you are which is at your best you are a great uh, scoring guy or a great dribbler uh you can set me up you know great one on one player and top 5 most skilled player in nba ever definitely i don't know i don't know ever, ever not, but definitely very skilled like one of the you know best one on one players yeah. in this era today and you are the you can be the you know that person who nobody's expecting to do anything but then he comes and drops 50 points mm. because you are that good we don't want you to come back if you feel that we are forcing your hand because that will not be the best version of kyrie irving we can have give yourself some time do your research figure out what it is but understand that we want you to play with mm. us we're not going to force you because we don't want to do that but understand that this is a team and you put us over the limit you almost make us like really really good unbeatable okay and uh, all of us are invested in this but I, but are, are you trying to get him back or are you like fuck it do whatever you want to do see in my opinion in my personal experience not personal experience as kevin durant as kevin durant no no i'm huh. telling you I, but as i'm taking ashwin's personal experience and putting huh, it on huh, kevin okay, durant okay, okay, okay. so what i'm saying is in my personal experience it it never uh boards well if you use logic in a very personal argument if the argument is based upon faith and belief and all these uh, non tangibles and you go and put logic in there like oh look at that 1 plus 1 equal to 2 uh, 2 plus 2 equal to 4 people shut down they think of you as a problem they think of you as this guy has come to you know mess with me he's going to tell me logic but i know that the logic is flawed and because he himself is flawed mm. so i would not try to tell him that you know this is the way to do it i would Uh, respond with an emotional reaction saying that you know we need you we think you are great we know that you put us in a level where nobody can beat us last year with you injured with the uh, we were this close to this close to getting to the finals probably winning the whole thing but without you we saw a dramatic collapse from there hmm. so you must understand that you are a really good player that's why you're with us you on your best day can destroy offenses uh, destroy i think defenses. i think kari having knows all of this i think the question i'm trying to get out of you is are you going to uh, try to like what are, are you going to be yes. someone that's going to be like all right if whatever games you can play with us that's great or you're like listen man if you're not going to if you're going to be like half in half no, I, i think the idea half in half out like, you rather be full out no that's why right. like i'm appealing to his self saying i'm appealing to him saying you do your research but know that we want you yeah but do you want him to be half in half out or full in full out no i don't want it to be because if i tell him and he does his research and he comes back to us then he'll be full in none out but or if i tell him that, you know you have to do it because no i'm sure he'll play in games where he'll play games where there are no but would you want where there like, is no like would you want someone to be half in half out i wouldn't want but it. that's not half in half out no right? i mean like what's no. the point of having a person come in for five games six games when he cannot like you know play for the entire season or can't cannot play in some playoff games like why would you why would so, i integrate this person 
into my life. So what would your reaction be that's what if I'm, you were in Kevin Durant? That's what I'm asking you. You're not you're not answering that question as Kevin Durant. You're saying that. I mean, I told you right. I I want him to play, but I don't think that there is any way to get him to play by telling him that you know I uh, by attacking him mm-hmm. for Correct. his Correct. choice that, because that is why he's made the that's what the black backlash would happen in my opinion. So I would just tell. Him, but what? Get but if, if he says whatever amount of games I can get, out so of you you you. That my feeling okay. is my feeling is whatever amount of games I can get from him. Is a positive. If I can, if he's scheduled to play, let's say ten games, he can play based on his current rule that I will not play in places where there are vaccine mandates. Mal, let's say there's ten games. If I can get him to play twenty games, I'll consider that a success. Because ten games, he's anyway gone. Hmm. If I can get that number to twenty, thirty, forty, that's amazing. Because forty games with uh, this guy is uh, probably a plus, and I'm I'm sure that he'll change his opinion. I don't think he's gonna stay like that. But also, it's important from a like seeding point of view. Also, like uh, Brooklyn probably does not want to you know, lose out seedings just because okay. one guy decided to do this. Of course, if I was Ashwin, the human okay. being, I would be like, "Bye bye, Kyrie Irving. You please leave this place. We'll save that money. We'll get someone else." With James Harden healthy and Durant, I don't think they really need Kyrie Irving. Mm. I don't think they need that. Even even with the healthy Bucks, I really don't think they need. Uh, Kyrie having to go over the edge. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. That's good. That's good. Okay. All right. And and do you think that but team should should penalize uh, players? Yes. You think team should penalize players? Yeah. Okay. Uh, obviously, because I'm coming from a place where I my thing is that you are not playing in the bubble hmm. where there is no chance of you interacting with other people getting the disease like. These players played in the bubble. They went and played in a place where no one else was allowed. Continuous checking every day without vaccine, which just makes that make sure that they were a they were conferred a very special status. Mm. They were told that you are special than other people. People around you are dying, but you guys are special. You guys are going to be in a bubble. We need to get TV revenue. We so they did all of that for money. They didn't do it for char- they didn't do it for right. you know, well. Let's make the world a better right. place. They. They were there. They did all that. They did the BLM movement there also. Mm. All of that is great because they used that platform to do something. But that platform came with its own special privilege that they could do something that none of America could right. do. Walk without, like play without my play, a physical contact game, uh, without masks, live in special conditions, get tested daily. None of that was there available for. Sell extremely high price, high priced coffee. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. Please save me some of that yeah. coffee. So it, it's not like suddenly, you know, it's not like they are not. I mean, I know Kyrie Irving did participate in that bubble, but still, like as an organization, as basketball players who have said that pay us money because we are special and we will do these things for them to that for them to take a fringe idea that vaccines don't work and try to make it into a statement is. Ridiculous! I think every one of those players should be fined uh, if they don't play game. Find them if if they uh, like don't want to play, then you can uh, terminate their contract. Whatever, but that I, I don't think that's going to happen. But mm. there should be penalties for acting like a man child, for acting like a stubborn man child who's getting money and who's who without any knowledge is just uh, spreading propaganda. I had a chat with a very good uh, 
friend of us. I mean, I'm not going to name him, but uh, not going to name him. But uh, and, and was it a long chat? Or me, was it a short chat? It was a long oh, chat. long chat. Uh, long chat, but look, yeah, uh, probably like minutes. If you scroll, then ah, thirty ah, minutes, okay. yeah, easy. Oh, not bad. And and, they, and he told me that he's not coming, but I I I, I did look at it, but I it, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm too much into the science to. Uh, what is that word? To think that a fringe idea can become the and again, like I, I know you have said the same thing that just because something is anti what you believe does not mean it's wrong. No, no, no. I don't. I, 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 I don't. I don't think that about the vaccines specifically. But for okay. me, you know what is enjoyable is that this is how uh, I feel when people like Kobe over Duncan. This is how I feel. I'm just trying to tell you. The guy was the best player on four championships. The best player. Kobe was not the best player in two championships. And still, Kobe is considered, oh, anyway, that's, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make light of the whole situation, <laughs> but this is a very, very serious issue. Um, but I also think that this is, uh, survival of the fittest. I think, uh, you know, certain people. That I completely agree with. That if you are, yeah, I mean, it's, if you're stupid enough to not get it and then, you know, something happens to you, then you have just said that and I, I don't want to participate yeah, in this. Yeah, and, you know, and this is what I believe in. It's like, you know, every, every human, I mean, this is the, this is the large debate about life and society is like, what is freedom? And, you know, there's a huge debate yeah. behind that, which is, it's not a simple, like, are vaccines effective or not effective? I don't think that is really the debate. The debate is, is there, what, is, what freedom? is freedom? That's where like everything, like people's idea of freedom and people's idea of like, okay, we are allowed to do whatever we want to do. Uh, and especially this becomes even more prevalent as you get richer, right? Because you can do whatever you want to do. People around you are all. I think none of the rich people have ever not gotten something that will make them stay alive. Like I think all the rich people have actually. No, no, I'm just saying. I, the poor people no, no, I, I understand that. But I'm just saying that. In general, as you get, you go above. You're not talking about. You're not talking about vaccination. No, no, I'm just, just talking about talking general. About in general, freedom. talking of freedom, right? Freedom. So like, like it's. I don't know who I was talking to this about, but I always tell people is like you know when we were poor. I mean, at some point I was poor. You were probably middle class, and I was really poor. And like, if we didn't have you know food, it's just like oh we don't have food, right? But right. for a for a for a first world persons like oh if we don't eat. It's like, oh my God, like this is the end of the world, but there are people. So as you get richer and as the population and the entire, you know, the entire world is getting richer and more prosperous in general, obviously there are more poor people and rich people. This idea of freedom is going to be extremely, uh, you know, uh, interesting to watch. And so for me, as a, I always call myself as the Narada, I just like to watch people <laughs> from afar. <laughs> I I think the group that we mentioned before will attest to it. They'll be like, yes, this guy. Like like if you think Vineet is not enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like to, you know, just poke a little bit and say, oh, hmm, what are you saying, bud? What do you think about this? <laughs> <laughs> do you really think the election was fair? <laughs> so I think I think that's that's the that's the next interesting thing. No, but uh, but um, that's the thing, right? Like what I think is that this talk of personal freedom. Like, when did you think that you were free? You you're never free. The get, idea is you're never free. You're, you're never, never free. free. I mean, especially especially in modern society. Yes. How did you even think that you're free? 
like at no point everything that you do is marked in some database somewhere yeah. everything like every card that you swipe every step that you take every uh, especially if, you know purchase that you make especially if you if you are if you live in a first world country and in a city which probably most of the people live every traffic light mm-hmm. has a camera there are, there is there are systems where if you break the camera the traffic light you get a photo yeah. of you breaking the traffic light that comes to your house immediately yeah exactly. with a fine associated to it you know so like Absolutely. this idea of freedom is bullshit uh you know but i feel that i mean you can't live in a society without there being some restrictions to your freedom like you can't be allowed to do anything that's why we have certain rules slash laws in the nation to make sure society progresses smoothly yes. you can't have yes i mean if, if i try to rob you i you like which personal freedom is more important your freedom to not be robbed or my freedom to do what i want yes so we have established certain rules right like so i i think the easiest thing to do is invoke personal freedom and then tell people that you know they are infringing upon your personal yeah. freedom i think if you don't fight i'm going to be safe you decide whether you want to fight or not i'm not like oh shit it's just fear mongering i don't i don't quite like it and like andrew wiggins and also just shut up and whatever money is getting in basketball you should just take that money and enjoy life Even Jonathan is Isaac. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why these people have such strong. I mean, like, I understand Kyrie and Bradley because they're going to get paid anyways, or they got paid anyways. Like, they don't really care. They got like Jonathan. Yeah, I, he's I, signing a and Jonathan Isaac is like this. He goes and preaches in churches and stuff. So he is already like just because he's eloquent doesn't make him right. You know, you have to understand this. Like, like just because you, I, I'm going to, I'm going to use a person that I think is really eloquent but is almost always wrong is Obama. right i'm not against obama i think he's is a good, was a great president and same with modi these people are extremely eloquent they are extremely good at saying and like things. things but doesn't mean anything you know it's just words like <laughs> <it's> just <laughs> i really thought for a second again that you're going to bring up kobe i was like just wait kobe is not very eloquent i don't think kobe is very eloquent he's very smart he's very smart He's very smart. I mean, I think of all the marketing. I mean, I don't think there's anybody even close to him in it. Even like LeBron tries, but LeBron's like marketing is so like lame. <laughs> it's just like, like he's like he's just he's just trying, you know. I'm gonna he's just I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach. <laughs> Why could he just <laughs> go and say it separately? Uh, it's just you know. I mean. I, I, It's because LeBron's he is not that I don't think LeBron people think LeBron is really obsessed about you know his chasing chase. I don't think he's obsessed I mean he he has a target he's going to do it he's talented enough he doesn't have to like create he creates narratives because it makes him money but it's not like he's obsessed about creating the narrative as much as Kobe was right I think uh, anyway let's let's move on to this I think uh, vaccination is uh, just the start i think there's going to be so many mm-hmm. things that are going to come up i i saw this initially with twitter right like i mean all the sgws <coughs> certain people oh wow, wow. Okay, all right <laughs> but but I, you have stuff not sjw in a while, while but I yeah not but i used to always wonder oh my god it's not sjw and i i want to do it i really want to do it because i feel like you know i mean i I'm, i'm a huge proponent of climate change i really want to work on climate change i want to do something and i know i know that the world is not going to end in 15 years like the way people say that's just not going to happen right but if you don't say that then the people that think that are not going to follow you right <laughs> and <laughs> you know so it's like 
I'm, I'm stuck in middle. It's like, do I become Kobe? And I say, yes, world is going to end in 15 days. You know, or, or I go the complete opposite. So like, I am trying to find my voice in that discussion because I feel like there is, there is so much polarization. You're either anti-vaccine or you're pro-vaccine and you're either anti-freedom. Or, like there's no, there's no place for nuance and there's no place for... Uh, no, because people feel like, like, that's what I was talking about, right? Like people don't think that you're critiquing the idea. They consider the idea as part of identity, identity. Yes. So when I say, when I say, how can you be so stupid as to not think the vaccine is good? They're not thinking that I'm attacking the, I mean, even my words also, but it becomes like I am attacking your intellect and you are like, how dare you attack my intellect? Let me show you some proof about this, this, this from my echo chamber. And then I'm like, oh, but what about things from my echo chamber? And my solace is that my echo chamber is, built by lots of people's ideas but in their head they're like it's a lot of bad ideas it's just like echo chamber versus echo chamber none of them is going to win because at the end of the day you are attacking that person and no person is ever going to say it's very difficult for people to say i was wrong mm. it's very difficult for anybody to say that. that i that i looked at the this side and the this side and the middle side and i came to like i've tried to change your mind about tim duncan and kobe Bryant for five years it hasn't changed anything I've given you stats. And, and there we go. You know, it's and just, it's there right here. It's like logic. You could logic. Have, you could have just said Westbrook. You could have just said Westbrook. And then you're no, like, because see, Westbrook, I think Westbrook is, I mean, Westbrook faults are too obvious. Like it's just too obvious mm-hmm. because he hasn't had success. With Kobe, yeah. the problem is he has had success. And so his faults are like hidden under, un, under that success. whole success chart. You know, so it's like you have to go like 50 steps below that success to actually hit the hit the flaws. But then people always throw you, oh, 81 points, you, you know, 81 points, 60 points in the final game. Like they'll just throw you all these like success metrics. It's like the way people throw the triple double metric of Russell Westbrook, right? Like it's just like, all right, I get it. He, that's why he's even in the conversation. Like if he was if he wasn't that successful, he wouldn't be in the conversation. So we're. The reason we're having this conversation is because they have both been extremely successful, so we can now. But it's just. I I think it's a it's, it was amazing how we took this political statement and made it still made it into basketball. Like you know, uh, oh, this is how it happened. So I think that's why we are India's number one basketball podcast. Yeah, I mean it it is the same NBA it is the same people. Then. I mean that's what I've realized is like there are certain group of people that are attracted to a certain idea. Certain group of people that certain like you said, right? Yeah. I'm attracted to the that, that is to true, the idea true. of like not wearing good clothes and of the, of the humble, other humble uh, performer. Yes, and it's true. I am attracted to that idea, but I also see Shaq, and I'm like, it's. I mean, come on, Shaq, Shaq, like, like you can't take away anything from him. Like as much as I want to put. I mean, again, as nothing is one hundred, nothing is one hundred percent. No, but uh, like even you have your. No, as much as I want to put Kareem as the best center, like I cannot deny the fact that Shaq at his peak would take anybody to like the town like it's just it's ridiculous you saw that uh, that photo i put of him and big show i always thought in my mind big show was like at least the young kid vinith was like big show was the like he was massive like let's be big. he was big he, he's called the big show for a reason and then he's standing next to shack and just shack is almost bigger than him and you're just like oh my god this guy played basketball and you had to guard him on a daily basis. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry, Dikembe Motombo. I feel bad for you. <laughs> you tried. <laughs> no, in that in the 2001 finals also, when you see like Shaq is so... And Dikembe Motombo is not a... Small guy. He's tall, yeah, he's tall. But he's, but he is, he's tall, but he is not big. Hmm. Like he's, he, 
he can't move you off your no. feet. Like he's just wiry, he's tall, and he's you know, seven foot two, and with seven foot six wingspan, just put your hands yeah. up. That's his thing. Shaq is just like lifting him <laughs> off the street, taking him <laughs> with him to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was uh, ridiculous. So. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, so even with your uh, uh, the gravitas towards humbleness, you don't like the braggadocious uh, players, except Shaq. Shaq and AI probably are the only two players that you really enjoyed. In the braggadocious uh, places. Both uh, of them. Uh, I think Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan, no. I don't think. I never. Every time I, I watched any of the older Michael Jordan like interviews, I never felt he was a bragger. Yeah. He was intense. He wanted to yeah. win. You yeah. know, and that's yeah. fine. And he just let the winning. He just let yeah. the winning talk, make, do his talking. But I don't think he was like a bragger. I, I mean, I think for me, the, the biggest like bragger who was also humble was Larry Bird. Larry Bird will tell you what you do. Plus, he was humble. Plus, he was a team player. Like, he was everything. Like, he was just, he would tell you, okay, you know. Like, you can see in some of his interviews, he's just, he's, he's very, which is why, which is again, which is again why I put my Magic Johnson above. Because I don't like Magic Johnson's whole persona. But Larry Bird himself, like, in one of his interviews, he just said, you're looking at the best player playing in the NBA. So, for Larry Bird, for Isaiah Thomas, two people that I really, like, feel... You know, were deserving to be above Magic, but Magic gets that nod from them. Then there's nothing much I can say. You know, like who the fuck am I? Imagine the best player, at least according to people, mm. with a name like Magic Johnson, and in LA, in LA Lakers, and, the, the style he played. I mean, the style he played. Yeah. Wow. Like just really. Yeah. Right. Like and and it's not like he wasn't winning. He was so he was a champion. Yeah. Everything. Plus, everything. Uh, he had everything. everything. Yeah. I think. But yeah, I mean, I. I've heard Sony Film also pre- being pretty, like, you know, braggy. I think, I, I don't know. I mean, I've never been, like, so good that I can brag about anything. But, you can uh, brag about, you know, about, about Boris Bay podcast. I, I don't brag about it. I humbly tell people that, you know, we've been doing this for five years. I, I'm, and I never understood how I could brag about it. Maybe someday. We'll I mean, it's within the podcast sphere of basketball in India. I mean, yeah. It's all about, <laughs> yes, uh, we are niching <laughs> down. That's what we are doing. That's what all the business business books say. You got a niche yeah, term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that's the term, right? Niche term. You are the business. You are the you are the MBA student. Like put filters and then be like, yes, we are the number one in this segment. Well, I mean, uh, the thing that I'm really proud about Ball is based like, you know, for a long time. We, no, we I were also the difference between being proud. There's a difference between being proud and being braggy. I think. Uh, I think I th- I am proud of Ball is Bay. I'm I. I've never bragged about it before. Okay. But I'm proud of, I mean, it's not easy doing anything for five years in a row, especially when you have no history of doing anything. For and you're not getting paid. I mean, paying would. And you're not getting paid. That is the important uh, part. And yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's something to be proud of. Definitely. I don't think there's no, any denying that. Yes. And we have crossed 500 followers also, so which is great. And we have stayed there, which Doesn't is good. Happen. We didn't fall back. Doesn't uh, happen. <laughs> Thousand, thousand. This season, thousand. All true. One hundred percent. Definitely. Yeah, I pro- now that the league pass has uh, increased its price, also we'll have to be a little more uh, worried about the final, like giving people the playoff access. I think we can still do it. It's not that. Much How much is it? Thousand five hundred per year. It's thousand four ninety nine per year for. I mean, for the year package and for the monthly package, it's now one ninety nine. I thought they would make it uh, uh, one forty nine because ninety nine became nine ninety nine. So I thought. One four nine nine would become. You know, is it 
I think he's going to be good. I mean whatever I've seen of them. there's a whole new there's a whole new rookie class also out yeah. with uh, this uh, Jalen Suggs and they that I, Houston I, Rockets I team is that supposed to be like Houston Rockets supposed to be really good mm-hmm. absolutely. How how do you know that? Uh just the highlights man. I've seen some highlights of uh, what's his name Jalen Green. Jalen uh, Green and that other rookie. Uh, they have two rookies. Justin something. Good rookies. Uh, so the Jalen Green guy was a part of the the same team as Prince Pal Singh. So I had watched some games of their the Ignite Ignite team, yeah. Uh, so I had watched some Ignite uh, Nine or whatever their name is, um, and Ignite Ignite, and he was like really good, fast, quick, thin, shooting, drive to the basket, like. But then I always thought, okay, he's playing against you know G League, so. But he was the best player by far, he, by far he's, the best player on that team. He's also G League. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But so, so I think that would be interesting because uh, he was the first Ignite player that uh, G League player that was in the top, you know, whatever the draft, draft first, first round. round draft pick and all that stuff. So yeah. I think, yeah, I, I've heard only good things about this Jalen Green. Uh, there's another uh, is it Kuminga? Kuminga, Kuminga is in Kuminga is Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. On the this itself, on the rockets itself, there's this green guy and there's one more guy and Sengun and this is supposed to be the. I mean, for rockets, it's uh, uh, Jashan Tate, Sengun and uh, this guy. Uh, you are Jalen Green. Jalen Green okay. Nice players. I'm ex- Kevin Porter Jr. also. Kevin Porter Jr. also very good. Yeah. So you say it's the rock, yeah, rockets are going to be fun. Uh, rockets have always been yeah. fun. Rockets have always been fun, but now they don't have Harden. So man, Harden, I honestly like. Would you say that? I mean, let's say let's take away your Kobe affiliation, but do you think that Harden? No, seriously. Like I was thinking about this when I was yeah. putting. I don't know why I was thinking about this, but I was thinking like, how good of a shooting guard is Harden? Like if you're looking at shooting guards, right? Just pure, I get your bucket kind of shooting guard with everything. I mean, Harden is as good as there is. Or would you would you put I don't would you put him above Kobe? Would I as a pure uh, scorer? No, but uh, as a more complete player, I think uh, probably Harden is more complete. Like he is. Okay, so explain he to... He'll kill you in isolation, so, but he's also very good at running the offense. Okay, so now that you've used this like, word... He ran the offense. You've used this word that triggers me. It's a trigger word for me in my safe space. Uh-huh. Pure scorer. Uh-huh. I want you to explain to me what pure, pure scorer means to you. I mean, pure scorer is... See, what ha- happens is your pure scoring ability comes in when teams are really have really scouted. Okay. They know exactly what you're going to okay. do. 
there is your team is not getting a bucket. Yes. Because there is no movement of the ball happening or whether the movement is happening sometimes even if you move the ball, there's nothing happening. Like the offense has completely there. You've not scored for the past two mm. minutes. You need someone to score. And again, like, you know, all we are saying is who has the most chance. I think uh, Harden allows you to, you know, like not cheat from your defender and come to him because he he is not like one-minded like Kobe Ki. If I get the ball, I'm going to score. Usually with a playmaker, it's, it's sort of like, if I get the ball, that means I have to get the team to score. I have to enable the best shot that can, that can happen from that okay. uh, position on the court. Okay. With Kobe, it's always that I have to score. Mm. In a crunch situation or in a place where you need a bucket, he trusts himself because he is the king of one of them. But I don't think anybody why, then, is better than him. Why do you think he gave the ball to Ron Artest? There was nothing he could have done. You like, you you was... literally created a scenario where nothing could be done and he would still score. Yes, but yes. There, the, he is most successful and most like uh, you know that got him a championship was that pass to Ron Artest. I think that game he was having a horrible game throughout the game. I think his shot was six of twenty four. It was. Uh, it would have been six hundred twenty-five. Sometimes, even the worst decision makers make a good decision. Even a broken clock is right two times a day. That doesn't mean you know it's not broken. Yes, you're right. The moment he passed the ball, there was nothing. Could nothing. Have done. He couldn't have jumped up, elevated. I'm sure he was tired as hell. Twenty-four. So then he's not a pure he scorer. Couldn't have done anything. No, that does that. See, you can't take one incident and be like this. You're saying. You're players. saying most, most. Most. Okay. Pure, pure score, but I have seen Kobe shoot, score from positions where it is impossible. It like looks, a hand yeah, in his okay, that, okay. Full, fully defended, five people on him, he'll take the shot, yeah. He'll take the shot, he'll make the shot, a lot of shots he's not made, yes. but I'm just saying that the mentality is always that. So, it's the mentality, the it's not necessarily, it is not necessarily the skill of scoring, it's the mentality of scoring. No, I, I think, I, I think he's extremely skilled, which is what gave him the mentality. If he was not so skilled, if he was not waking up at 4 a.m. doing the work, if he did not arm himself to do what he has to do in the game, I don't think he could have had the mentality to shoot that. See, a very simple example is... But then he shot those, he Curry, shot those shots Curry, even when, Steph, he was, when he was a limited, rookie. Limited. Against Utah. No, so, again... The, so... I don't think... Limited. 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 Like, Steph Curry, the reason he creates... Like, he scores, mm. but the reason he's a terror is because... You can't let him come to the half court, Aram say, and then start defending him. You are literally on your, on the, like, you know, you are literally paddling backwards Mm. the moment he gets the ball. Immediately, because he has shown you that he can score from anywhere. There is no point at the floor where you're like, ah, okay, it's definitely going to do what he wants. No. So already the defense is strained. And that is a very important point. You don't think that's not true for Harden? No, it is true for Harden, but I'm saying that Harden is very okay with, you know, giving the ball away because you you can't stop Harden also. See, it's not like I'm saying that you can't can't stop Kobe, but you can stop Harden. But okay, I'm saying okay, that wait, 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 wait. You got to make you got to make a clear point. I mean, I'm, I'm no. saying this because okay, because I think you're, you're, we both are going around in circles, right? So, pure scorer. Ask okay. a question. I shall okay, ask. Okay, pure scorer. What does pure scorer mean? Now, pure scorer means okay. yes. Okay. You are saying it's not a mentality. It's a mentality with skill set. No, Correct. Ah. 
I think it's only mentality. The men. I don't think it has anything to do with the skill set. Because I, 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 let me anyway, let me finish. Anybody can jack up shots. Anybody can jack ha, up shots. Right. You're you're not restricted right. if you jack up yes. shots. If yes. You, you have to have to make yes. shots. And Kobe didn't make that many shots. He actually missed a lot of shots. Uh, so it is a mentality. Yeah, so it's a mentality. No, 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 no. Uh, again, Kobe missed a lot of shots because he took a lot of bad shots, a lot of tough shots. All of that is fine. The mentality point where you are coming from, I am saying that the reason Kobe took many shots mm. is because he trusted himself. If it was a one-on-one game, mm. if it was one-on-one, that. Nobody could stop him. Okay. He trusted that. That's the mentality. That's part. the mentality. But part. the reason he, the reason he trusted himself to take those shots, is because he knew that he had worked hard to, at any point of the game, get to that position, rise up, hit a shot, because he has a thousand reps of that shot done before. Correct. Okay. Uh, agreed. So, so okay. you are saying okay. that the mentality is coming from the hard work, not necessarily just the mentality. He's like. I have put in so much work, so if I take this shot, there is a high probability of it going in. The, there is an evolution of the mentality. The first, the first mentality is when Kobe is a rookie. In my head, that mentality is that I am not scared to take a shot because I don't want to be the person who is. But don't you think that that should have reflected either in his increased field goal percentage and some, you know, when you're looking at a large amount of data as you're a math guy, not math and a science guy. You know, it should have reflected in an overall increase of his field goal percentage. No, because I, I I don't think that just because he has a mentality, like people are going to be like, oh, he has a mentality. No, no. What I'm saying is, people are going. Now, what people are going to do is, people are going to know that they're going to use that against him, right? They're going to make sure that he takes those shots. Correct. They are like, you know, we have. It's a tough shot. If he makes it, we'll just we'll be like, mm. okay, we got beaten by a good shot. I mean, in basketball, there's yes. nothing which is you know. Proper. Only a layup is probably like the closest to a easy thing that you yeah, can Steph, get. Steph Curry's three-point shot is pretty accurate. <laughs> pretty cool. <huh? laughs> it's pretty. I mean, you don't want that guy to. Dude, the guy jacked up six hundred no, shots in a in a season, no? Or three hundred shots, four hundred shots in a season. No, he he made he made he made four hundred shots. That's ridiculous. That's like five. That's, that's five three-pointers five. a game. Yeah, Almost right. Yeah. That's so, but he's not a pure. But he's not a pure scorer. Is he a pure scorer? No, no, I think no, he's, he's a, a great he's a shooter. Great shooter. Okay. He's not a pure I, scorer. Okay, okay. okay, okay. No, I don't think he's a pure scorer. Okay. <laughs> why do you think he's a pure scorer? I'm just saying by your logic, he's a pure scorer. Yeah. He has put in the work. He has the mentality. Mm-hmm. Literally, every team has scouted him like a bitch. And he's small. He can't jump. Mm-hmm. He's not as physically gifted as Kobe is. Yet, he gets mm-hmm. high. But people don't think he's a pure scorer. But pure scorer also is a little mm. bit of a okay. insult that way that you are, your aim is to score. Steph's aim is not to score. The reason he can score is because he is very good. But Steph is always looking to confuse the defense so that you know. Oh, oh, I, I love this podcast. This is my favorite episode because I <laughs> <laughs> these these snippets are gonna kill me. <laughs> because you started with this whole like. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like people, people don't change with logic. This is the and then like yeah. the evolution of the discussion. I think but I, I just, I told you the same thing. That again, right? Okay, 
what is your definition of a pure? I don't ha- I don't think there's anything called a pure score. I just think there's you don't I, think that there's anything called pure score. No, I think that scoring is scoring. You know, it's like you, scoring, scoring is scoring. Is scoring. What what is interesting about Kobe is his ability to have counter moves, right? And that happened very late in his career, right? I would say like post two thousand seven is where his counter moves went to a completely different level, which is if he had a certain move, he would do a move. He got blocked. He would do another. He would do another. Like he would have four or five counter moves that were not athletic. That were not about just jumping and dunking. It was like spin moves and positioning. positioning. And if you look at all these like so-called Kobe highlights, they are all later in his career where he was slower. He knew exactly what to do. He knew. So that was the one thing about Kobe that I think was much more like well defined. That you can attribute to hours and hours of practice. It's like it, it Kobe Kobe's final moves were like Hakeem's moves when Hakeem just started. Hakeem would ah, but Hakeem uh, coached him after yeah. I think 2000. So that's my point. That's where he learned. That's what I'm trying to say. Is like Hakeem was just Hakeem's like people say pure scorer like or talent or you know whatever that is like no one had footwork like Hakeem. Hmm. Nobody had footwork like Hakeem. And if you see Hakeem's highlights, you're just like, how is he doing the same move? and still getting away with it again and again and again and that is pure like understanding of it's it's like Karl Malone's understanding of a pick and roll that is skill i don't know this i don't necessarily call it this that's where kobe was i think in the last 5 years 6 years of his career where he just had that skill where he knew you know how to turn how to you know whatever do whatever he has to do same with steph right like with steph and with harden also like people were guarding harden from the back and he would still drop 40 on them right so i think it's i mean we can watch harden do the step back three again and again and again and again and he would still drop 40 right? so that is just skill i don't know this i don't think there's anything called like a pure scorer i think it is a it is a term a lot of fans and media have come up with to to differentiate skill and ability to score with a certain kind of mentality which is embodied by guys like carmelo who will take bad shots kobe all of these people they take bad shots it's just it's a bad shot don't take a bad i get what you're saying you're saying that the same way kobe practiced on his moves steph has also practiced his moves but steph doesn't callously the shoot shots which he is not very comfortable with just because he has practiced that shot yeah because according to his skill and his practice he knows he's not going to get that shot so for me skill and iq all go together like russell westbrook is a phenomenal player there is no doubt about it but i would not for the in the last 2 <laughs> minutes of the game he is not touching the basketball you go get your 10 rebounds and give the ball to Kevin Durant that's all your job is if i was the coach that's what i would say like listen don't touch the ball just no don't don't do the, your one dribble get into the paint there was a there was <laughs> there was a shooting chat which i think was shared the most you know which is the worst place to take a shot uh i mean worst place as in like not analytically but like if you had to take if you had to take a not a bad shot but like effort and sk- uh, least productive ha, shot. least productive shot i think uh, foot on the line right inside 
the three point like uh, like on the edge yeah. of the two point range is is yeah, the yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> where they get the most amount of shots in the region. I'm gonna get a guess. Uh, just Russell Westbrook. <laughs> <It is Russell Westbrook. laughs> I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to like share it with you because I feel like that's just a little too much. But I was just. And these are not. This is not something I've come up with. Like you can see it and it. But there is no way that he takes the shot from there. I I know what the Russell Westbrook staple shot is. The one right beside the free throw line. Right I'm, I'm, on the, I'm, I'm telling on you, the I'm court. telling you, this is the stats crunched by that guy. We will, we, we will verify. It's right here. I, I, will, I will verify it right now with you. But this is leading scorers. Yeah. But that means he took the most shots there, right? That's my point. Right. We just need more shots there. Yeah, because no one else takes shots from there. That's my point. <laughs> But but that's what I said. This is not the one. This is not the worst shot. The worst shot is the Mikhail Bridges shot. Mikhail Bridges, Danny Green. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, I'm just saying that region. I'm not saying like because I know, I know, I know the Russell Westbrook staple shot is that 45 degrees. May he'll uh, come and he just, just do that and clunk clunk. Uh, yeah. And yeah. it's not clunk clunk clunk. Okay, it goes in more than it doesn't. It's just that he should not. It, that's that's his only shot. That that's the only mid range shot. That I also take that shot. He I also take that shot. Even I take that yeah. shot because that's that's comfort zone. Comfort for me. zone, yeah, yeah. It's like almost free throws in. Even though I know like see, my my, and, my percentage uh, is low on it. Like when you come off the curve uh, and you're too lazy to uh, you're too lazy. It's, it's a rhythm yeah, shot. Yeah, you're too lazy to drive. It's just a rhythm yeah, shot. Yeah, you, uh, uh, it's just a rhythm yeah. shot. That's it. There's nothing more to it. Why did we have this conversation? I'm just no. Why we were having this conversation is because I we were discussing pure scorers and shooting abilities and uh, the uh, uh, the IQ to take a good I, shot or a bad shot. I, I I, th- I think a pure scorer that term is is a very like you know current media sort of uh, thing. But ha, um, huh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think probably Kobe practiced more difficult shots just to, so that he could make it because he trusted them to make. It. I I don't think Steph practices uh, one foot off and like you all remember these difficult you shots remember you talked about how people find different stats within their own echo chambers and and bring. <laughs> Just reminding of that whole. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that I, I think Steph is smart enough to know that he doesn't have to take one. Leg also, also he, played, also, he played against with Clay Thompson. So, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, you know, if you are outlet, if yeah, you, yeah, if, out, if you outlet, I mean, if you outlet passes Clay Thompson or Kevin Durant, like you can happily give them the. Ball. No, no, let's not bring this Kevin Durant thing, man. Like, I think uh, uh, Steph Curry was a made man before Kevin Durant. No, I know, but I'm saying he, it also helps. Yeah, he also not much. It do. also helps. Uh, because, like I said, I think if I, I, you know what, I, I just wanted to say this thing before you go anywhere because I, I know what you're gonna say is just gonna be just a bunch of you know like same thing said again and again, like the Muruku. Kevin Durant, I think has uh, has benefited uh, tremendously more from being uh, playing with Steph Curry than Steph Curry has benefited from playing with Kevin Durant. I think yes, Kevin Durant's major problem was always not that he he could not score because Kevin Durant can. Give you points from a multiple range. It's just that, just like Russell Westbrook, his fourth quarter decision making or crucial decision making was always lacking. It always ended up him having to take those shots. I think he gave a lot of it. The 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 distribution was done to Steph and Clay, and I think he benefited a lot from not having to take so much tension in his life where he had to be like, I have to do so many things. I think. That's uh, but even without Kevin Durant, I think uh, Steph was always a very you know, generous person. He would 
dismantle defenses, pass the ball around, yeah. help everybody out. But I think uh, KD, like a lot of his tensions were taken away because he's like, I don't have to worry about this part now. This fourth quarter, you know, we are we are good. We are golden. We don't have to yeah. worry about it. No, I mean, there's no denying that. There's no denying that. No denying that. I thought this was some breathtaking. No, this, I, I, I don't think anybody thinks that Steph, I mean, a lot of LeBron fans will bring this up that Steph needed KD to win the championship. KD to win. Right. It's not true. It's absolutely it's, not. Yeah. They, he almost won. He almost won the second one also. Almost. Like, they were 3 1. Yeah, up. Almost like, one is the same as not winning it. No, but it's not like they were like gulfs apart. They were almost there. Yeah. They were seventy-five percent of the way there, and then the things just yeah, changed. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I mean, I, I will always put unless KD does something miraculous at Brooklyn. If say, let's say James Harden goes gets injured for whatever reason, and KD takes them to the finals, or even like you know, like a KD alone against the fully stacked Lakers would not work. Uh, I think I think you would have to start start thinking that okay, maybe KD can carry a team for me. And this is, you know, this this discussion we had, I had with Ishan in our soon to be released. So in that we discuss why the difference between KD and Dirk, even though they are probably similar in terms of their skill to score from every, you know, from any part of the the court, they can they can basically give you a fifty percent shot from anywhere. And the only difference for me was that KD has never been the focal point of defense. So it's tough to say if he's like. High averages are because he always had either Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson next to him. Dirk never had anybody, you know. I mean, he the reason Jason Terry is in the top five or top ten three-point shooters is because they would triple team Dirk and the only person available was Jason Terry on his team to throw the ball to. So, <laughs> you know, that's how, that's how much he impacted the game, you know. So, like... You can't compare Jason Terry with Westbrook, Harden, Steph, Clay, you know, like, so it matters. So that, that was my only thing. It's like, we haven't seen KD play in a team and which actually we have the, we have seen Russell Westbrook play in a shitty team and, you know, he did what he could and which wasn't great, but he did what he could. And we haven't seen that with KD. So one could also argue that, you know, maybe KD needs to prove himself a little bit more. As a person he to carry a team, to. as a person to carry a team, not yeah. as a scorer, that's, not that's as a winner, it. and all that stuff. But. Yeah, but again, right? Like as a scorer, he never had to. But this is why I was it's... mad at Bill Bill Simmons for putting KD in the top yeah. ten, is because like man, yeah, he didn't do shit. He he took one team to the se- conference semifinals and lost. Right. He took him to the finals. No conference semifinals. Oh, oh, you mean without? Uh, yeah, without anyone, anyone right? And he oh. lost. Like. You know, I mean, there are people who have done far higher than him. You know, like Dirk took Isaiah. No, Thomas. Dirk took the team to the finals and lost and won and, won and also lost. But the, that yeah. loss is also but yeah, won. And he's taken them to the semifinals in the Western Conference so many times and almost beat the Spurs. This guy beat got beaten by the Yanis Antetokounmpo led. I mean, just you know, like people are like. Just, I don't know. Sometimes I was very mad at Bill Smith because he is generally a very, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I remember you talking about this also. And so I don't know which episode, but it, it is unfair. It is not Top 10 impossible. To any of the top no, 10. Yeah, no. to any of the top 10 people. 
KD needs to have. Yeah. I mean, I think that window is gone because he's older, he's more injured. I don't think there is going to be a window where he is going to be like the his peak is gone. Like his peak mm-hmm. is over. He's kind of in the last section of his peak. And I mean, now he. I don't think he can rely that much on his. You know, like athleticism to get those buckets. Like he'll have to either get into the post. And, but sometimes, you know, become some, a little Kobe. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes player. some people improve with with constraints. You know, I think I think I think Dirk improved because of he couldn't drive anymore. Before, when he was younger, he would drive. He would put the ball on the floor and drive in. But once this, that was not an option, then he said, "Okay, I, the only thing I can do is my step back shot, or I go go to the three point. So like constraints are sometimes good. You know, like Kobe. Realize he's not fast. He lost his first step. Same with LeBron. He lost his first step. He said, "Okay, I'm going to shoot shoot three pointers." So constraints are good sometimes. So I think I think we'll see how we. It'll be it'll be interesting. That's what I said. I mean, it might be interesting to see what how he navigates those things. Hmm. Uh, also, like he's coming off an Achilles, so that athleticism is definitely gonna yeah. be a little weird. Did you see Ka- Kawhi is now started little training and all? After his ACL, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're saying he's on track, on track, not not going to start the season, I think, but he's on track to come somewhere. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. bullish on the Clippers, man. They have a good team. If Kawhi is healthy, they are uh, a good match for the Lakers. But yeah, it's, uh, okay. the problem is Anthony Davis, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's the only problem. Like, you just have to hope that Anthony Davis brings his Anthony Davis form. And he's yeah. like, ah, uh, injury. <laughs> That's he's the he's the key. Yeah. I mean, he's the he's the, uh, he's the X factor. He's the X factor. Cheat yeah, factor. Like, uh-huh. He's the X factor because the only other player that can like really match him is like Giannis. You know, like at yes. that point. But otherwise, there's no one really like even defensively that can defense and offense mm-hmm. cannot be. No one can even come close. And I don't think who does who does the Clippers have? Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, who's, who's gone, not huh? playing that many minutes. They had. Uh, Zubac Zubac is there Zubac is there but again I don't think he's going to stop AD I mean he he could try he's tall enough to mm. at least disturb him yeah but what do, have your have your uh, thoughts changed OKC. about uh, well I mean OKC is gone man for now I mean but what have your uh, thoughts changed about Lakers being a super team now that you've seen them on media day and you've seen you know that media day man who doesn't look great even I no, but, what, but, I but you know like you know pitches speak Something that, like, when you see that, no, that snapshot I, I of don't think they are White, Howard, I, I, Carmelo, I Russell, LeBron, and AD. What, when, when was the last time Dwight Howard was Dwight Howard? Why are we making it seem like this is the 2009 Dwight Howard? Okay. Why making it seem like it's 2011 Carmelo Anthony or 2016 Russell Westbrook? It's none of that. It's still an old LeBron, like the oldest LeBron, mm. with a injury riddled sort of AD who is like you said, the key, a fast guard in Russell Westbrook, a very old, smart guard in Rajan Rondo. You really don't, I, I don't think this is a super team by any stretch of the imagination because I don't think apart from these players, the remaining cast is not strong enough to, you know, like, yeah, but you need again and again. Yeah, but you need your only, like, I mean, if we have watched enough playoffs to know that, like, in the end of the day, like, in the, when the playoffs come, it's your top seven or maybe if you go really down top nine players that you're going to... Absolutely, lose. absolutely. But exactly. And and those players are all like... Great. Really old. old, yes. Great. But yes, great. They're great legacy-wise. They're yeah. legacy-wise great. 
Yeah. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you have to play in today's NBA. You're not playing yes. five years ago. Right, right. So, so you're, you're right about, you know, that maybe they are not fit enough from from like a stamina and and will they be able. But I don't think like from a skill perspective, you still can't really guard Carmelo. You can't, I mean. You, you can't guard Carmelo, but I don't think you have to guard him anymore. Like he didn't really turn any heads in that Portland thing. He did what he had to do. He yes, made some yes. Pointers. He did. But but it it was not like P. Kamal Anthony coming off the bench. It's not no, like it's not that. he was a catch and shoot sort of yes. catch and shoot sort of yes. guy. A, a few post up uh, post up uh, plays they ran for him. So it's not like they're gonna run the offense through him. Like now all it depends on is how is LeBron gonna be able to be like okay Russell Westbrook you are gonna do this. All you're gonna do is run our faster. If the ball slows down then you give the ball to me and you go and stand in some corner and. Uh, you know, try to cut two things. Russell Westbrook doesn't play off the ball that much. Yes. Uh, Anthony Davis, again, Anthony Davis, I think, should be fine. Like, him and uh, LeBron are the number one, number two sort of players. Like, they are really good with each other. Uh, Rondo is there, but how? what will Rondo say? That's my point, right? My point is... From, do they have enough shooters? Do they have enough three-point shooters to even like, like which, hide the bad which shooting team, Which else? team, other than the Nets, do you think is better than the Lakers, I think uh, Bucks are better than the Lakers. I, okay, I would say okay, fine. I'll, I'll give the I'll give I, the I Bucks. Think... I will give the Bucks a nod because they won the championship and they got Giannis. So, but other than okay, okay let's say then 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 who else? Uh, I'm not think. Uh, who are your sleeper teams? I mean, that's my question. Like, okay, we all know because you know. For me, they are a super team, not because they are all at their peak. I understand they're not at their peak. But you have the top good players, LeBron and AD, which is good enough to win a championship, which they did in 2020. So it's not like they are scrubs, right? Yes. So they're already a winning championship. To that, you basically take off KCP, Alex Caruso, Kyle Kyle Kuzma, and you replace it with Russell Westbrook, Rondo. Rondo is already there. Uh, Carmelo Anthony. There is a thing you have to understand. Like again, you're bringing bigger egos, older yes. bones. And okay, okay, that's fine. Like people who people who are succeeded in their life only with the ball, correct? In their hand, ask ask to take a step back and be like, do something which is does not require the ball to yes. be. Yes. So, so that that is yet to be seen. Yes, the chemistry part is yet to be seen. That, but that nobody knows. You know, like that's okay. So you are just saying that. Ignore the chemistry mm. part because we have not I'm seen. I'm saying it, so specifically, really even it, even as older skill set people, that's a super team in my opinion. Right? It's not the Golden State Warriors super team. I that guess. is that's a huh. that is no, that's a separate that's tier. A separate we tier. We don't talk about that tier. This is I, I was I don't know why, why I was uh, reading about this, but someone had written about how uh, super teams actually drive more. Fan following and engagement and and like not super teams but like when you have an overpowering force okay. like parity is bad for uh, the league the popularity of popularity the of the league what do you think about that because they have I they have that noticed that like every time there is like one dominating team yeah. it tends to like I I think that makes I think that makes a lot of sense because most NBA fans are. Casual fans. Hmm. They, I mean, there is a, 
strict group of people who are like, yes, this, 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 this. But I think a majority of the fans are just like, we just want to support some team who wins. And because we don't want to support a team who's gonna lose. losing. Yeah. Who's going to lose. Like, we, if we watch a game, if we are spending time to watch a game, we want that team to win. Mm. I would assume that uh, it's much more easier to predict that one team is going to win if one team is like really that much better. That's why I think the Warriors got that amazing wave of uh, fans all across the world when you had Steph Curry being MVP and the Warriors just winning everything. Yeah. I mean, you know, like everything in sight. No, I, also, Golden State is a place where a lot of, like, you know, probably the South Asian immigrants are. But regardless of that, one team just doing everything that they had to do. Uh, a lot of fans became Nets fans when they saw that, you know, this team has a really good chance of winning. I, I mean, it makes sense, but I, I don't know. I mean, if the research says it, then. So, so uh, the, my follow up question to that is then, like, oh. do, do you think that the NBA is actually, because a lot of people talk about this, this thing that, where Chris Paul was denied to join the Lakers during yeah. the Kobe Bryant thing. Yeah. But despite those being the rumors, you know, Genie Bus has come out and publicly and said that it was not the case. It's not like David Stern wanted to stop it. Vetoed the trade. I thought J- J- he vetoed, vetoed the, the trade, trade, but not because he didn't want Chris Paul to go to Lakers. But what happened was that they announced the trade while there was some, while before some, some, some moment. Lockdown, La- cool down. Some, yeah, something like that. And because of that, Davidson had to take like an executive decision because then it would just feel like, you know, you're just letting the oh, Lakers do what it's. What is that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what Jeannie Bus was. She said like, this is just some media thing people have created. It's not like Davidson came and told us, don't, we're not going to do it. It was our mistake where it got leaked that this is already in the papers and it's already signed, which is true. But uh, we were all, they were all in some, uh, there's, a, I think in the All Is Up uh, podcast, All, this, all, up, all up In Smoke podcast, she talks about it. Uh, you can go watch it and all our listeners. But anyway, that's that was the thing. But my point is that, do you think that then the NBA is actually more incentivized to create super teams and like, rather than create parity? Because the more super teams, the more fans, the more money. So do you think that... Makes sense. But I, I, I don't think they would do it publicly. Like, I'm sure they would want to do it discreetly. Mm. But if the research says that the less parity there is more, I, I think they would just find ways to, you know, like incentivize, okay, you guys create something. Like, maybe ignore the rules in some places or not enforce it as clearly or may introduce some loopholes by design. I, I don't think it's beyond the... Like realm of possibility. What organization? What organization in America doesn't want to increase stakeholder value? Mm, okay, that's fair. Do you think that's a ridiculous thing to think? I don't think it's a ridiculous thing to think, but I think that there is this notion that um, the NBA's job is to is to make sure that there is parity, and I don't think that's necessarily the NBA's job. Like, I don't think that the NBA's job. That's the that's what we expect. As fans, that we want to watch something which is not determined in, like, the percentages are still closer to 50-50. Most of the times it may not be, but at least when we watch it, we should be like, any team could win today, or the, the thing is not decided beforehand. That's why the whole Golden State thing pissed us off, right? Because they're like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, but now, I think how can the, the, NBA allow the reason why I was thinking that was because the only thing that NBA can do is if you are a winning team, you don't get lottery, and if you are a losing team, you get the lottery, and that's that they have already enforced it. Like there's really nothing much you can do. 
So I think it's up to the players where they want to decide whether they want to, you know, like they want to be like Damian Lillard or Dirk or, you know, whoever it is and say, okay, you know, uh, we want to, this is what we want to do. Or, you know, be like LeBron or KD that said, okay, we want to win and they go. But again, right, like that's the thing. I, I think, again, what conflict happens is, are we letting players decide the future of the league or are we letting teams decide the future of the league? Or in today's case, are we letting agents decide the future of the league? Mm. Who should decide the future of the league? What do you think? I, like, because mm. all of them are stakeholders. In this. Yes, yes. And all of them have their own vested interests as well. But certain of those things doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair for an agent to control how teams are built. Or, or be like, you know, like my age, my star will play with my other stuff. Like, uh, you know, AD plays with LeBron or uh, them getting trying to get Ben Simmons to the Lakers, which is just, it just doesn't seem fair. Mm. right? Because you could argue for match fixing also in certain ways that, oh, yes, you know, we we have the power of information and we can do what we want, so we will do it. Just because you can do something doesn't mean that it should be done. And any sports league sort of, at least in the ethical sense survives on the fact that there is even keel competition. There is competition, yeah. That there is some sort of that's what we are buying for, right? It's not like if you if you put a start the all two all star teams and just ask them to play, it's not gonna be that interesting. Mm. Or, or maybe it might be, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean I think I think I feel like the, the future of any sport is digital. I think that, you know, this whole uh, human playing, stadium playing all. against human is is gonna die very soon. You know, games have, e- e-sports. esports have already taken over. Um, it's it's because more people can play it. Um, you know, you don't have to be six eight. You know, have a wingspan of seven. Like you, you don't need any of that stuff. Which honestly, very few people have. You can just be like a fat guy sitting in remote Iowa and. You know, I'm just saying, you know, like you're and be like the best and why I, why? I don't know. I just, I just made it up like the best NBA 2K player in the world, you know, and make a shitload of money. So I think the future of sports is esports. Um, and now let's talk about the, the new launch of Ball is Bay esports segment. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Vinny. Absolutely. Uh, Boys and girls, e e ball is big. E ball is Hashtag big. e ball is big is uh, what we're going to be doing from the year 2025 onwards mm. because we foresee that all sports will cease to exist by that time. Yeah, I mean, you know, people like yeah, because I think it also. The, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel I feel esports is the future. That's I mean, what else can I say? I think this whole we actually on on the other podcast we had a talk with the esports uh, federation vice president of India. Okay. Or was he present? One of those guys. Uh, a guy named Loki Suji. And he was uh, extremely enthusiastic about the chances of the growth of esports in India uh, as well. And, uh, it's, like, it's, it's, it's happening, guys. You guys better buy your stocks right now. Broke, but I will buy some stocks. Buy some stocks in what? In the sports? Com- in esports. The fraternity of esports. The environment of esports. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's like... Happen. It's happening, yeah. You can't stop. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that sobering note, I think we'll end this uh, episode. Uh, we need a, 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 a less basketball 
but a lot of uh, you know like uh, non basketball talks and what thoughts talk everything related to basketball but you know like less excess and overs uh, fun episode i i didn't realize that one hour had gone uh, so quickly so there you go see see <laughs> anyway, when, when i ask the questions how much fun the podcast can be uh, that's why we will uh, raise a toast to confirmation bias and we will end this episode so guys please uh, like share subscribe do all the jazz and we will catch you for the next episode next episode is still not the start of the season so uh give us a little time i think by the next episode we will definitely be in the start of the season so all right till then take care and uh, we need to say bye bye bye